No baptism, no communion, no confirmation, no church clothes. He couldn't even kneel before Christ. Jesus didn't heal his pain, didn't end his suffering, and yet it was a thief who entered paradise the same hour as Christ. He had nothing to offer him. No tithe. No worship. No haze machine, no donuts, no coffee. He couldn't even fold his hands to pray. Just a naked, dying man on a cross. How does the thief on the cross fit into our theology? Today we're going to talk about uh, heaven. About the two men that were next to Jesus Christ as he died on that cross. You see my right and your left today's scriptures. Today you will be with me in paradise. I'm wondering why do why don't we talk about heaven anymore? I think one reason is we don't talk about heaven is because none of us have ever been there. When you ask me to tell you about Disney World, I can tell you about Disney World because I've been to Disney World 138 times. I, I think one of the reasons we don't talk about heaven is because we don't really understand it. No, the reason we don't talk about heaven is because it, it, it's, it's probably not politically correct because if you talk about heaven, then you got to talk about hell. Seems like a lot of people these days don't like talking about hell. Some people just are probably not comfortable about heaven because it's too far in the future and it's a sweet by and by and it's just something that they just kind of put off until they get a little older. I don't know about you, but I think we should talk about heaven a little bit more in the church. We need to be reminded a little bit more that like the two criminals, one of us, we're going we're gonna to be in paradise with Jesus forever. I think we need to talk about heaven just a little bit more. The two criminals that were crucified next to Jesus, I'm glad that, the, that they're just not two criminals. I'm glad that they have a name. One of the guys that was next to Jesus, his name is Justice. His name means to complain. How ironic. He was, he was within minutes of facing eternity, 
And the only thing he could do is complain. There's a lot of Christians like Justice. Just a few feet away from mercy, a few feet away from grace, a few seconds away from forgiveness, and they go to their deathbed complaining. The other guy on the side of Jesus, he had a name too. His name was Dismas, and his name means sunset. How beautiful is that? That when his parents named him Dismas, just a sunset, little did they know that the last words he would hear would be Jesus saying to him, when the sun goes down tonight, you're going to be with me in heaven. I'm grateful for the story of the two criminals. I'm grateful for the story of Powerful words that Jesus declared, today you will be with me in paradise. So we're going to talk about heaven this morning. For heaven's sake, let's talk about heaven. Can I get an amen? I'm going to give you five points that we're going to talk about here in these next few moments. Um, For heaven's sake, number one, here it is. For heaven's sake, we need to think about heaven a little bit more. For those of you scholars here today, the word grace is mentioned 250 times in the Bible. The word sin is mentioned 565 times in the Bible. But heaven is mentioned over 700 times. We need to think about heaven a little more often. Colossians chapter 3 is a scripture I want you to see. It's up on the screen. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 through 4. If you're with me, let me hear an amen. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Look at that verse there. Set your heart on the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on earthly things, for you died, and your life is now hidden in Christ with Christ Jesus. And when Christ, who is your life, appears then you will also appear with him in glory. We need to think about heaven just a little bit more. I like that phrase, set your heart. Everyone touch your heart for a second. Set your heart on the things above. It goes on later, set your mind. Put, put your hand on your, on your mind for a second. Set your mind on the things above, not on earthly things. Rick Warren says this, keep your hope in the Lord and your eyes focused on the hope of heaven and not just the here and now. Dr. Jeremiah, uh, David Jeremiah says this, when, what comes to mind when you think of heaven? Heaven is referred to in 54 of the 66 books of the Bible, and the final two chapters are of the Bible are a virtual travelogue of our heavenly home. To visualize heaven accurately, study the Bible continually. I like that. Now, let me just pause here just for a second. There are a lot of great books that have come out recently on what heaven is like. There's even a couple movies out there that talk about what heaven is like, and those are all really, really good. 
But I want you to understand that the best way for you and me to know about heaven is to read in this beautiful book. This book is filled with information for you. You don't have to trust somebody who's been there to come back and tell you what it's like. You can trust the Bible. The Bible is filled with over 700 scriptures on what heaven is like. If you want to know about heaven, just open your Bible. We need to think about heaven just a little bit more. Can I get an amen? I love this by C.S. Lewis. The fact that our heart yearns for something earth can't supply is proof that heaven is our home. Powerful. I'm going to quote a lot of C.S. Lewis today. Obviously, he was a man that understood the power of heaven. And as believers, the, 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 the power of us thinking about heaven just a little bit more. It's not just a sweet by and by. It's a reality. One day, if you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you are going to spend eternity with Jesus in heaven. We need to think about heaven a little bit more for heaven's sake. Number two, for heaven's sake, we need to love heaven more than earth. I'm afraid that some of us love earth more than we do heaven. And the Bible speaks about this, and it's going to challenge us here today. Here's a scripture on the screen, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. However, it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor no human mind has conceived the things that God has prepared for those who love him. For heaven's sake, we need to love heaven more than earth. I was thinking about this this week. There's a lot of things on this earth that I love. I think you do too. Coffee. I'm glad that earth gives us coffee. Some of you are Starbucks. Some of you are 7-Eleven kind of people. I happen to be right in the middle. Dunkin' Donuts is one of my favorite things on earth. I love coffee. I love grandkids. I feel guilty because I think I love my grandkids more than I love my kids. But <laughs> Earth not only gives us coffee, Earth gives us grandkids. Walks on the beach. Romantic dinners. Traveling the world. Nate and Sandy and I were talking before church, and they're getting ready to go to the end of this year, go to Greece, and I, 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 my face just lit up. I've been to Greece with many of you folks. In fact, Charlie and Peggy are back there in the back. Uh, we have been literally all over the world together, eating in some of the, just the most magnificent places all over the world on cruises. It's been incredible. I love traveling. You don't travel to escape life. You travel so life doesn't escape you. And earth gives us the beauty of travel. Friends, family, music. I love music. In fact, next week I'm going to go do an evangelistic outreach and I'm taking Tammy to the final uh, tour of the Eagles, March 3rd. I'm going I'm to witness to people as I 
walk in and as I'm listening. Reminded me of my Edgewater High School days, the Eagles. Love music. Love art. I love church. I love you. But we have to come to a place as believers that we love heaven more than earth. And as good as earth has been to you, heaven is better. And that's why we need to talk about it. We're going there. And earth has been great. A, a couple of weeks ago, I, I, I had a few minutes to myself, and uh, all of a sudden these pictures started showing up on my phone. Like a little memory with some cute little music. And so I, I, I watched it for a few minutes. I thought to myself, incredible life we've lived. Hadn't been perfect. And tragedies, but it's an incredible life. I've, I've just, I've enjoyed living. I've enjoyed being a, a husband to Tammy for 38 years. I've enjoyed raising four beautiful kids. All four go to college and have careers. I've enjoyed seeing my grandkids. I've enjoyed preaching and ministering all over the world. But as good as earth has been to me, heaven is going to be better. And that's why we need to talk about heaven. Heaven is going to be beautiful, and we need to talk about heaven just a little bit more. I love what C.S. Lewis says this. Listen. Has the world been so kind to you that you should leave it with regret? There are better things ahead than anything we leave behind. He also goes on to say, if you aim at heaven, you'll get earth thrown in. If you aim at earth, you'll get neither. Greg Laurie said it best this way, let heaven fill your thoughts instead. Because when you do, everything on earth gets placed in its proper perspective. I hope those of you that have had a great life, I hope that you don't love earth more than you do heaven. Because heaven is going to be better than anything here on earth. For heaven's sake, let's love heaven more than earth. How many of you here today, and you can truly say with me, you've been blessed. Heaven's been good. Uh, Earth's been good. Hadn't been perfect. Ups and downs, struggles. Earth's been good. For heaven's sake, let's love heaven more than we do earth. Number three, if you're still with me, let me, let me hear an amen. For heaven's sake... We need to live as though we are passing through. Live our lives as though we were passing through. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11 says this, Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires which war against your soul. I want you to notice those two words there, foreigners and exiles. Here's the next scripture in 1 Chronicles 29. We are foreigners and strangers in our sight, as, as were all of our ancestors. Now, let's just talk shop here just for a few moments. These four words are not real popular these days. Here they are. Foreigners, exiles, strangers, and aliens. Those are what they say politically charged words. 
I'm not here to get into a debate today about illegal aliens or foreigners or strangers or what the Bible says, sojourners. We are all aliens on this earth. And this is not our home. And for heaven's sake, we need to start living as though we are passing through. I love what Billy Graham says. My home is heaven. I'm just traveling through this world. I love that. John H. Vincent said this. We are pilgrims, not settlers. This earth is our inn, not our home. And Charles Spurgeon said it best. I'm a pilgrim in this world, but at home in my God. In earth I wander, but in God I dwell in quiet habitations. Live as though you are passing through. Now, every time Tammy and I get ready to go on a trip, we get into an argument. Every single time. For 38 years... Every single trip, we get in an argument, and I have lost every single time. And all the men say amen. And here's our argument. Tammy, sweetheart, we are only going for three days. (laughs) We're passing through. One day travel, one day there, another travel day back, three days. And I have the joy of carrying my cross. It's called her luggage. <laughs> and I am, I'm perplexed. I wear a pair of jeans and a ball cap and a pair of tennis shoes and, and three shirts and underwear, of course. She's got six bags. And I'm like, honey, we're only going for a couple of days, sweetheart. We're not going to live there forever. We're just passing through. So I want you to think of this next time you pack for a trip. You're not going forever. You're just passing through. So here's my question to you today. If you're just passing through, why are we accumulating so much stuff here on earth. I'm not going to have anyone raise their hand today. But I'd like to take a, I'm going to send Pastor John this week with a video camera to video your garage. And I'm going to have him video the storage unit that you are renting in addition to your garage. And you laugh at Tammy packing six pieces of luggage to go on a three-day trip, but your life is consumed with luggage. And I want to remind you today, you can't take it with you. We are just passing through. See, Lent could be a beautiful opportunity for you to do something novel. We're all going through our 
Uh, we've got our communion kits that we're all taking communion every single day. We've got your commits. We've got our, we've got our book, which I've enjoyed tremendously, the, the red letter challenge that we are going through every single day. Lent's a beautiful time to take communion, to get to know God. How about Lent being a beautiful time for you to give away some of the stuff that you have accumulated? Because you know what? It's slowing you down. It's consuming your time. It's consuming your energy. We're just passing through, and you and I are accumulating things that we're not going to take with us. Why? Because we're aliens. We are sojourners. We are foreigners. We are not settling in. This earth is our end. It's not our home. And for heaven's sake, we need to live like we are passing through. Can I get an amen? Number four. For heaven's sake, while you are here, run the race with perseverance. For heaven's sake, while you're here, run with perseverance. Here's a scripture. I love this one. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything. Say that word, everything. Let us throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles us, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. For heaven's sake, while we're here, let's run with perseverance and throw off everything that would hinder us. Now, I want you to think just for a moment here. I think this is going to be beautiful. The Bible says in Hebrews, that scripture there, that we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. And those witnesses have a job. And their job, watch this, is to cheer you on. Right now in heaven, there is somebody who has gone before you and they're up there in heaven now and you know what they're doing? They're looking at you and they're cheering you and I on to run the race that's set before us. Now, I want you to think of your mom. I want you to think of your dad. I want you to think of a, a son or a, or a daughter or a loved one. And I want you to imagine that in heaven right now, they're part of that great cloud of witnesses. And they're in a grandstand. And their only job is to cheer you on. And what they're saying to you is, keep fighting. Keep living a life of holiness. Keep taking communion and reading your Bible and going to church and giving. And they're cheering us on today. I feel at times my dad and mom are watching me. And they're cheering me on. My grandma, my grandpa. I love my grandpa. Came more from Scotland as an exile. As an alien from Scotland. Went through Ellis Island and created an incredible life for his family. I can see him. I can feel him. I can hear that there is a cloud of witnesses. And you have the same cloud of witnesses that is up in heaven, and they're cheering you on today. And they're saying, don't quit. They're saying, keep loving God. Keep raising your children. Keep raising the standard. There's a cloud of witnesses that are up in heaven right now, and they're cheering you on. So as long as we are here, for heaven's sake, let's run the race with perseverance. 
Can I get an amen? I love this one. Keep trying. Keep trusting. Keep believing. Heaven will be cheering you on today, tomorrow, and forever. I love that by Jeffrey Holland. Number five, and we're going to close. For heaven's sake, pledge allegiance to God's kingdom, which is heaven. Pledge allegiance to God's kingdom. Here's Philippians chapter 3, verse 18. For as I have often told you before and now, I tell you again, and watch this, even in tears, many live as enemies of the cross. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach, and their glory is their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things. Here it is. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Warren Worsby says this, Christians have a dual citizenship on earth and in heaven, and our citizenship in heaven ought to make us better people here on earth. Dan Quayle said this, I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all to believe. Could it be that some of us are here today and we love America more than we do heaven? Just a thought. Our allegiance as Christians is to pledge allegiance to God's kingdom and his glory forever and ever. I know we're Americans, but we are first Christians, and our kingdom is in heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. And that's why we need to talk about heaven just a little bit more. Are we more in love with Jesus than our political leaders? I hope we are. Because our allegiance is first to God and his kingdom. Are y'all with me today? We need to talk about heaven a little bit more because our citizenship is in heaven. And one day we're going there. Oh, what a day that will be when my Jesus I'm going to see. This week, I want you to think about heaven just a little bit more. Take, t- turn the TV off and think about seeing your loved ones. Turn the TV off and, and, and think about what your mom, what your dad, what your family members in heaven are saying to you today. They're cheering you on not to, not to quit, not to throw in the towel, not to get weary, not to give up. They're cheering you on to live and run the race that is set before you today. We need to talk about heaven a little bit more. And there's over 700 verses in the Bible that will tell you a little bit about heaven.